0: Hey team, welcome back to What Your Mama Went Through. It's me Bianca Zupas, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Today is a very exciting episode. We are talking about our third embryo transfer. So, for those of you who are just tuning in at this point, I will fill you in on all of the details. But first, let's hear that little intro song. So, welcome, welcome back welcome for the first time. I'm so glad you found yourself here. Whether you are someone who is struggling with infertility yourself or you have a friend that may be struggling with infertility, thank you so much for joining us on What Your Mama Went Through. Today's episode is all about our third embryo transfer my husband and I have been on a infertility journey a fertility journey whatever you want to call it for three and a half years and in a couple of days time we will be doing our third embryo transfer which is very exciting but also any embryo transfer is very scary because the whole thing is an emotional roller coaster. It definitely has been up to here with our last two embryos not turning into a baby as they should. But hey, there's no reason for that for anybody who has done an embryo transfer recently and is wondering why their embryo didn't work. I asked my doctor why, and there are a number of reasons at the end of the day your body will know when the right embryo is to turn into that beautiful little baby that you so deserve. So you just have to be patient and trust that the universe has your back and keep keep on keeping on. So, that's the overarching message of today. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the preparation and anticipation leading up to this third embryo transfer. I am always a little bit anxious and nervous. However, I am going into this embryo transfer a little bit differently. I am trying to be a little bit more relaxed. And just a reminder, infertility causes stress. Stress doesn't cause infertility. Just remember that. Infertility causes stress. Stress doesn't cause infertility. I am trying to be more relaxed and also just continue living my best life on the day of the embryo transfer. I don't plan on doing anything too crazy. I have been having some acupuncture. Dr. Andrew Orr in Spring Hill, he is a specialist when it comes to fertility and I have been seeing him uh, in the lead up to this particular embryo transfer. I haven't done this before. When we did our IUI treatment a couple of years ago, I did use Dr. Wong, Dr. Bob Wong. He is in Hawthorne, also another great acupuncturist. But this particular embryo transfer, I have gone with Dr. Andrew Orr. He came recommended to me from a friend of mine and he has been absolutely brilliant so far. So it's also really relaxing when you are kind of stressed. You go in, you sit on the massage the massage chair, you sit on the massage chair, you have your acupuncture. I usually fall asleep during those sessions and then you leave and you're like floating on a cloud now what acupuncture does in regards to fertility is it does just help send blood supply to the womb right uh it's 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 not you know going to give you a miracle but it does assist in that way. If you have any more questions, head to Dr. Andrew Orr's website. There's a bunch of information on there. Um, Now, after our last embryo transfer, Mike and I had a big blood test where we tested all of the genetics to make sure that everything looked A-OK because of the two failed embryo transfers. Now, I know a lot of doctors don't usually do this until you've had five failed embryo transfers, but because this was our last embryo of this cycle, Dr. Yazdani just thought it would be great to do those tests and I was super grateful there was a cost involved with those and they all came back clear. We kind of just did them for peace of mind and you can ask your doctor for things like that. Never be afraid to openly communicate with them with things uh, that you want and if they won't give them to you, maybe go see somebody else because they need to be on your team on your side. Uh, This cycle, I've also done a lot of letting go around the transfer, I kept on saying to Mike, um, babe, it's the last embryo. And he, he was like, don't see it like that. It's not the last embryo. If this one doesn't work, we try again. And I was super grateful for him, uh, for that. Now I will talk a little bit about the procedure itself, uh, including you know, the challenges that are involved just from the last two embryo transfers I've had. If there's anybody on here about to have an embryo transfer, it's a really simple procedure. You don't need to freak out about it. Uh, It's honestly just like a pap smear and then they uh, do an ultrasound. So the The doctor can see exactly where the embryo needs to go because they can't touch the sides of your uterus. Uh, And then you get a little photo of your embryo inside your uterus, which is amazing. Take that home with you. Also a picture of your embryo if you're going through Monash IVF. I'm not sure how they do it through the other clinics. Uh, Mike and I always pop that up on our fridge so we can manifest and pray our little embryo becomes our baby. Uh, But if you have any other questions about embryo transfers or what I did differently or how I kind of got through that part, please don't be afraid to reach out on my Instagram at Bianca Zupas. I'm always there to answer any questions. But just a little reminder, people will tell you a thousand different things that you should try. Eat pineapple core. Eat lots of avocado. You should lie down and do nothing. At the end of the day, you should just do you. What suits you? So after people usually have sex, they don't go and lie down for 72 hours and make sure that it's going to work. Maybe they'll do a handstand or something like that, some old wives tales, but... That's what I feel when you have an embryo transfer, you should just continue doing your thing. You know, go and get some French fries. That's what they say you should do. Hopefully it helps. Maybe it helps. I just get it because I love French fries. Yeah, there's no particular research or science that proves doing any of these things can help except for taking your drugs. Now, for anyone on IVF, you are usually taking some sort of drug. That's usually progesterone. My last cycles and my first cycle, I was taking crinone and my estrogen pills. Uh, embryo transfer number two, I was taking progesterone, eugesterone, and progenova which is also the estrogen pills and this particular cycle they've got me on two types of drugs again actually three types of drugs they have new research that's recently come out there's a new drug that's come out from america it's called Prolutex. it is a needle that you administer twice every second day and you inject that into your stomach like you would all of the other IVF drugs. And you continue doing all of these drugs. I'm also doing the eutigestrine again and the progynova. You continue these drugs if you fall pregnant all the way up until the end of your first trimester. And this is to help increase the chances of a successful pregnancy and hopefully avoid any miscarriage. These drugs are just the same kinds of hormones that are produced when you fall pregnant. So you know some people may react different differently. For me in particular, I didn't really find that the drugs affect me too much. Um, my husband would probably say something different, maybe I get a little bit more emotional or I'm a little more sensitive. but I feel like I'm a sensitive person all of the time. So you know, anyway, That's the end of uh, that little section. So let's just maybe delve into how I have been coping mentally because a lot of people ask those questions. To be honest, I have been doing really well. Always make sure that I have open lines of communication with the people that are in my support system. They are very open with me. I am constantly talking about our journey and being very open about how I feel and where I'm at and... That means that those people are also comfortable asking me questions, which is really nice. Still exercising, keeping busy with work, just trying to do all of the things and remind yourself that you can't let this take over your life. It's literally just a chapter in your story. And if we let it totally consume us, That's when it can become dangerous and that's when you need to reach out to people and you need to make sure that you have people that can love you and support you because this can be a really challenging and a difficult journey to go on again, I will mention her name again. Her name is Cece Jeffries. She has started an incredible business. Uh, It is called, let me just double check. I'm opening my Instagram right now because she has started this incredible business for anyone who has gone through infertility. The business is called Fertility Collective. It is a membership-based. So uh, Cece has started the Fertility Collective membership. You can Grab that membership and you can ask thousands of questions, all of the questions that you have as somebody going through IVF to nurses. Uh, There are other people who have gone through infertility that you can ask questions to. She's got all of this information on how to deal with infertility but also just follow her on Instagram, CCCECI underscore Fertility Collective. She's super funny and makes light of uh, this really kind of shitty situation that we have to go through. I know that a lot of the time people keep their infertility journey to themselves and that's totally fine because privacy is peace, but you need to remember that It's important to have your support system. So whether that's just your husband or your family, it is really important to have a fantastic support system around you because it can get you down. And these are the people that are going to listen to you uh, and make sure that you are able to get through those challenging times, even if they don't fully understand exactly what it is that you're going through. Something that may be really hard to hear right now if you are in the middle of an IVF journey, uh, but I think is really important to remember, is to see the bigger picture and remember that infertility and IVF, again, they're just chapters in our life story and they're not the defining narrative. Uh, And if you can share your thoughts on how you're feeling and stuff like that, there is Hopefully a way for you to maintain a sense of self and purpose beyond infertility. All right. And then and then hopefully you're able to get through this. You will get through this. There is no doubt in my mind that we will get through this because there have been so many women before us who have paved the way. And that's what I have truly discovered by sharing my story. And I'm so grateful for those women reaching out. And now I wish to be that voice for those who uh, are about to go on their journey or are in the midst of their journey right now. This is just a short little episode today. It's nothing too crazy I will get back to you very soon about our embryo transfer number three and let you know when the results come in. We have the two-week wait ahead of us. Honestly, the uh, the hardest part about the IVF journey, in my opinion, is the two-week wait. We need to make sure that that is the time we are looking after ourselves and giving us ourselves as much self-care as possible, so facials. Nails, gym, f- delicious foods, dinners. D- do all of the things that you love at that time and keep yourself busy. I think that's uh, the, the another thing. Try not to stay at home and not do anything and t- just sit around because that's when you get in your head and you go crazy. So, you know, t- call your friends, organize a dinner, go to the movies, do things that you love, all of the things that you love hug your partner, give them kisses and cuddles, make them massage your feet. Anyway, uh, we'll be back in about two and a half weeks time to let you know about the results of our embryo transfer. In the meantime, if you have any questions, please pop on over to my Instagram at Bianca Zupas and send me some questions or send me information about your story i love hearing from you i've heard from some beautiful people recently and it's just so nice to connect i had a lovely lady from the uk reach out to me and i'm just so grateful that my story is helping others and if you have somebody or you know someone going through infertility please 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 send on my podcast Uh, it's the least i can do okay friends I hope you're doing well. I love you all. Thanks for listening and we'll catch up soon. Bye. Hi, Bianca. I just wanted to say I was listening just outside the voiceover booth and it was oh, really was one of your best episodes yet. Your, your breath stinks. Congratulations. Well done. Do you smell that? No, my breath doesn't stink. What are you talking about? Oh, it reeks. <sighs> it actually, I'll see the drug she's on. It actually reeks. Oh. No, we're not putting that in.